0: Hello, Angel. Hello. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Congress from the Couch. My LifeSense Health. I'm Nikki Lianza, and I'm really excited to have Angel Kramer joining us today from our LifeSense Chesterfield, Missouri office to talk about how to deal with holiday stress. So good to have you on. Really important topic to talk about as well. I, you know, whenever you get family together, oftentimes drama comes with that Those family gatherings. So I'm sure Mm -hmm. amazing tips on how to navigate that for sure. So
1: as we jump in, can you first tell us a little bit about yourself and maybe some of your specialties? Absolutely. So I'm Angel Kramer. I am an LPC here in the state of Missouri. Uh, I'm the regional lead clinician for the Stance Missouri offices. Uh, I'm back in this role for about two months at this point. Previous to that, I had been with LifeStance for about two years as the assistant clinical director as well as a therapist. Uh, For myself as a therapist, I like to practice a lot with human sexuality and the LGBT population. Uh, I work a lot with substance abuse and addictions, and I also utilize a lot of spiritual elements in my practice. Um, specifically non-traditional spiritual elements and with a lot of what I do that also brings with it a lot of family dynamics and involving some family and some psychoeducation aspects of this and figuring out how to cope ultimately with our family and sometimes having a lifestyle that maybe they don't always agree with
0: yeah great point excellent point for sure So, jumping in right to that, then, you know, with family gatherings coming up with the holidays and everything, why do you think the holidays
1: are just so stressful then? Ooh, I think there are a myriad of reasons for why the holidays are stressful. You know, the month of December, there's somewhere around like 24 different holidays happening across the board, across holidays, or holidays, across cultures and across lifestyles right and all of them kind of come with their own level of stress whether that the societal pressure to be merry and bright yeah when we might not feel so merry and bright exactly exactly or just in general we might not be merry and bright kind of people oh, yeah good point too good point yeah too. but there's that pressure to live up to it
0: mm-hmm.
1: and financial struggles You know, a lot of these holidays have some element of gift giving and we might not feel financially able to live up to that expectation of gifts. Yeah, good point. The need to travel, visiting family, even if it's a 30 or 40 minute drive, that can still put a lot of pressure on people.
0: Yeah,
1: We miss our loved ones, whether we can't see them or they passed on. Good point. Uh, Right. The whole shopping experience in and of itself is sensory overload and stressful mm-hmm. and beyond that there's the sensory overload just of the season with the lights and the sounds and the smells uh, it's a lot it is a lot and there's a lot of emotional labor involved in that
0: that's the absolute point of bringing up that emotional labor with it and it's true i i think it's helpful when people are going into the holidays because of their emotional labor I, you bring up another great point about the sensories and the sounds and all that too, of of even looking at prepping themselves as they're going into the holidays to to prepare themselves for all that too. I mean, you bring up so many good points with all that, even the financial stress and everything. So, well, so what do you what do you recommend? How do you think people can navigate
1: all that? Ooh, good question. And I also think that's something that looks a little different for everyone. You know we all navigate stressful situations in a very different way, and depending on what our triggers are, yeah, it's going to depend on how we cope with it. Mm-hmm. Of course, there are some general things that we can do that help us navigate, whether it's sensory overload or seeing family that we might not be prepared to see fully, yeah, yeah, or putting ourselves out there in a society that almost demands us to behave a certain way at this time of year.
0: Great word to use,
1: behave. (laughs) Good Mm -hmm. word. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we can navigate that by almost checking in with ourselves before it even starts. So, like, right now in this moment, we can check in with ourselves. What stresses us out this time of year? And how do we deal with that? You know, That might be doing some mindfulness activities. That's a huge buzzword right now. And I know it makes a lot of people roll their eyes like, oh, mindfulness. Okay, here we go. But it truly can be so very helpful. Yeah, I agree. Because in essence, all mindfulness is, is giving ourselves a moment to be present without judgment.
0: Oh, loved how you put that. Totally loved how you put that. And, and just just checking in with ourselves, like, okay, let me. Am I feeling anxious? How am I feeling? And then it's it sounds like, after you check in, bring yourself to that moment. Do a mindfulness exercise, and I agree, it's definitely a buzzword, and people do often roll their eyes with it, but it actually does work when people give it a chance for sure. Exactly. Do you have any specific mindfulness exercises that you recommend for
1: your clients, or
0: even for going into the holiday season now?
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, we tend to think of mindfulness as this huge practice that takes a lot of time, it takes effort, we have to be able to practice these, you know, various skills and techniques. When sometimes it can be as simple as, you know, I'm feeling a little disconnected. Let's wiggle my toes. Ah.
0: So it doesn't have to be like you're a Buddhist monk and have to meditate for hours and hours. And I think that's the misnomer with, with meditation. So
1: or exactly with monks. we aren't monks meditating for hours, keeping our Brain clear, it is simply bringing us back into our body and in this present moment.
0: So, tell me about the wiggling of the toes. Tell me more about that. Yeah,
1: so I like to use simple things with my clients, and I don't usually label it as mindfulness. Wiggling our toes gets us connected to our bodies because when we start to disconnect, usually our lower extremities are the first ones that we start to disconnect from. And wiggling our toes forces our nervous system to reactivate all the way down.
0: Nice. I, you are right about that. Wow yeah. And it's very a
1: simple. simple thing too. What a simple thing to do. Yeah. Like I, don't, I think people would totally overlooked that. Nobody around us is going to know unless our shoes are off, that we're doing something different. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I love so that. for those of us who might be a little more introverted or a little bit more self-conscious and not wanting people to recognize that we're doing something, Wiggling our toes isn't going to set off any alarms for people to be like, What are they
0: doing? I, I'm seeing a lot of people now, you know, considering that, like, okay, they're sitting around the table with their family over the holidays, lots of maybe toe wiggling going on now. I think you just
1: gave someone,
0: lots of people, a great tip for that.
1: Which I you would, would imagine be- when I said that, most people were like, Oh, I'm gonna wiggle my toes real even, quick. Right,
0: right, even as you're saying it, I was like, Already oh, wiggling my toes. I'm like, That is so good. That's great. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And as we're sitting around those tables, maybe with our families and we're wiggling our toes and and doing some mindfulness stuff, and this is where I'm shifting gears a bit, but what about some of those conversations that can come up that might be a little bit awkward, especially if there's differences of opinion. You know, you're wiggling your toes, but at the same time you're having to deal with maybe some political differences or like even, you know, we're still dealing with COVID and things like that and
1: differences of opinions, how to navigate that. Any
0: recommendations? Yeah, and in
1: those moments, we might not be wanting to reconnect and come back down into our present moment. We might be actively wanting to disengage That's and pull talk. back. Oh man, oh.
0: Angel, that is so—that is such a good point. We don't want to be sitting there. We want to be kind of like oh, no,
1: like, yeah, yeah. Many of us don't want to be engaged in those difficult conversations. We don't want to have that conflict, and we especially don't necessarily want them during the holidays. Mm -hmm. Because it brings us right back to that societal expectation of enjoying it.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, And those political, those tense conversations immediately mean most of us aren't going to be enjoying it. Yeah. 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 But we also have to remind ourselves that we don't have to engage in those conversations. That's a good point. That can feel very difficult because we feel that pressure from our family to be engaged. And it might be something that we feel very strongly about. Mm-hmm. Whether it's political identity, whether it's uh, vaccines and the pandemic, or the myriad of other things that we've become very passionate in our beliefs regarding, we don't have to engage in the holidays, in these conversations. And having a plan on how to disengage from the conversation itself can be very useful. I think you bring up a
0: point I'm sitting here thinking of people allowing themselves or giving them permission not to gave, engage in those conversations. I, I think it has to be that frame of thought of like, I don't have to engage in this. You know, maybe that's also when if those conversations come up, maybe you kind of get yourself up, go for a walk, kind of, even mm-hmm. if you, maybe you have to physically leave the table, you know? Yeah, I think that's absolutely. As well, you know, so, um, my gosh, other points to this of just, Stress management tips to to navigate. Yeah. So
1: part of it, like you had just touched on, having an escape plan. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, we know we don't have to engage. We know this is going to be stressful on some level. And having that plan of how to cope with it and navigate it might mean having a reason to get up and leave the table. Yeah. Go to the kitchen. See if someone needs help. Say you have to go to the restroom. Go in the restroom. Splash some water on your face. Give yourself a moment to breathe and recenter mm-hmm. or going for a walk or going into a room where you know, there's going to be smells that are calming for you. Good. That's good. Uh, getting something to drink, getting something to eat, because part of stress means we aren't necessarily paying attention to those cues and those needs that our body is screaming yeah. at us. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. If yeah. someone's
0: standing in the bathroom and they're trying to recenter, right? You know, maybe they're splashing some water or trying to do that. But what would you give them as ideas of like a little pep talk that they can give themselves? Any ideas? just are standing there and they're like trying to do some breathing. Any ideas for a pep talk so they can sure. centered
1: them back out there? Yeah. You know, we all need a little bit of amping up sometimes. We're reminding ourselves that we can do this. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I always remind my clients to tell themselves is we have survived 100% of our worst days up to this point. Love that. Right. We can survive this too. And it is okay to just be okay today.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, my and God. And give ourselves permission to not engage.
0: Right. Like there's that key yeah. of giving yourself permission. For yeah. For love. That's a great pep talk. You have made it through how long you can make it through today. And I think mm-hmm. it's so important that people give themselves those pep talks. I think what happens is people worry about all the stuff that they don't want to have happen. What happens if so-and-so brings this up or what happens if Uncle Albert gets drunk in the corner and then he's getting loud or, or whatever. But it's like looking at that pep talk of what you'd like to have happen, how, you know, and just enjoying yourself. What do I need to do just to enjoy myself? For the exactly,
1: you know? exactly. And sometimes it can be helpful to recognize those potential dangers.
0: Tell me more about that. Tell me more about especially with the when it comes to a plan, you know, looking at potential dangers. Are you saying thinking about what could,
1: could possibly go wrong in the course of a family thing? Is that what you're saying? So part of it is, you know, I could have a relative bring up a difficult conversation there could be conflict. I could be uncomfortable. Here are the coping skills I can use that are in my toolbox to address that. Having an estate plan, knowing what some of our mindfulness activities can be that we can utilize, having some breathing exercises handy in our mental toolbox to pull from. That is an incredibly healthy approach. When it becomes unhealthy is when we are Going down that rabbit hole loop of, well, so-and-so might say this, yeah, what do yeah. I have to say? Yeah. And then we suddenly hurt our own feelings and we've created conflict in our head that hasn't even happened yet. I, I love I how you it.
0: just said you hurt your own feelings. I, I When I see people, I, I think people think is, that they are prepping themselves by thinking, What if someone says this and I can say that? I think people think they're prepping themselves, but I agree they're going down a rabbit hole where they're spiraling themselves down and they're Mm -hmm. not themselves in a good place. So that's I really like how you're approaching this with people. I think you're helping them see this in a different way of how to navigate this. So keep there for sure. Is this? I know sometimes for even my own family gatherings, I, I should not admit that. But I even have to maybe get myself kind of pep talk and, and everything like that. So the, these are truly tips for everyone. Mm-hmm. everyone for sure. Are there other specific looking at takeaways that you really want to emphasize with, with people as they're navigating the holidays? Yeah. So
1: we discussed a lot about knowing that we don't have to engage. Mm -hmm. sometimes we might decide that we want to engage. And if we do, making sure that we aren't inadvertently adding to the conflict, making sure that we're able to remain calm during this, that we are trying to have healthy communication skills in it, using I statements, not you statements, trying Mm -hmm. to avoid blame, Ultimately trying not to add fuel to the fire. Yeah. And recognizing that if we do engage, it is very difficult to change someone's mind in one conversation. Especially if that conversation becomes an argument. Yeah. Because now all of a sudden we're pulling and we're going to stand fast with our end of that tug rope. Yeah. 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 And if we decide to engage, recognizing when it's time to disengage and it is okay to stop that conversation at any point in time. And that might mean using that escape plan. It might mean putting out there that, you know, I appreciate your point of view. I hear how passionate you are. Let's get back to focusing on our holiday. Mm -hmm. We're here for family. We're here for dinner. We're here for all of these things that make the season merry and bright Mm
0: -hmm.
1: rather than to argue.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's, this, this is gold right here. This is really, really good stuff for sure.
1: You're so validating Mickey.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm literally saying, sitting here like, this is all some good stuff. And I, I think as people are watching this or listening to this, you're really queuing in with a lot of what people struggle with during this time. And this is a difficult time, not just because family's coming together, but if you already struggle with mental health symptoms of anxiety, depression, you name it, or just maybe this is a time that's associated with loss of a loved one i mean yeah. there's a lot associated associated with this time that is just very difficult so you know you're giving these tools and i think really helping people think in a different way of how they can tackle this time and navigate this time and ultimately how to make it a good joyous time for themselves bringing it back mm-hmm. to themselves and i think those mindfulness techniques are
1: just gold can you thought like one or two more for for us for that Absolutely. I am a fan of keeping it simple. The more simple it is, the easier it is for us to pull it out of our brain to use it in those difficult moments. You know, wiggling our toes, giving ourselves a moment to look around the room and reconnect with what is around us.
0: Mm-hmm. I think that's a good one to get us out of our own brain when we do kind of a connect to the room, looking around the room and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I'm sorry. But I, I think okay. people get looped in their brain like that. So yeah, stepping outside like Exactly.
1: Kind of- we are both stepping outside of ourselves and bringing ourselves back to the moment.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: ultimately that's what we need to be doing in most of those situations. Yeah. I agree. Also, when we're starting to get escalated, our breathing changes. Our breathing becomes much more shallow. It becomes shorter and we accidentally trigger our own kind of panic, our own increase in stress because our breathing has changed. So having some easy breathing I don't, I don't realize that,
0: Angel. I, I, I think that's a key point there. People do not realize they might trigger inadvertently their own
1: uh, panic.
0: Yeah. Right, tell us more about that because I don't think people realize that. Go
1: ahead. Right. So our breathing has changed. And just like our breathing, when it shortens and becomes more shallow, we increase our stress. Mm-hmm. Slowing it down and taking some deep breaths to get that oxygen flowing, to get that blood flowing to all of our extremities helps us cope and figure out how we need to cope a little bit better. One of the breathing exercises that I go over with my client, I call the hot cocoa. Well, I love it. Which uh, is still very really relevant to like, like situation. <laughs> and this is really helpful for children. Okay. But it's also easy for adults to remember also. With this, you have your cup of cocoa, and how you breathe to cool off your cocoa before you drink ah, it. it slows your breathing down. Yeah. That's good. That's really, really good. Love that. And that brings us back to center. It helps clear our brain a little bit. And I would venture to guess that the majority of us innately know that breathing. Mm-hmm. And little kids can picture holding their little cup of cocoa. and. Right, right works you know what i'm going to do later because
0: i'd love to have cocoa especially in cleveland ohio which is where i'm worked out of and it's very uh i don't know if you could tell behind me a little bit overcast and very cold but i love me my hot cup of cocoa but i guarantee you now that's going to be coming to my mind and also recommending that that trick to my own clients as well especially that would we'll probably work wonders with with younger kids too so or even mm-hmm. even adolescents who can't relate to that
1: you know blowing right. on a hot cup of coffee and we don't have to picture the cup in front of us or put our hands up makes it more fun though like I found myself doing it when you put it on like yeah, yeah. it <laughs> triggers that comfort it changes yeah. our breathing I got you oh my gosh these have
0: been amazing tips and you're all, oh, you are such a wealth of knowledge too and you're very warm and fuzzy yeah. too so I appreciated everything you shared today and I would love to have you back on any other topic to share your wealth and knowledge with us as well so i wish you happy holidays and i know things are going to be merry and bright for many of those who are going to follow some of your ch- your steps absolutely yep.
1: so thanks for having you. me on this has been great yes for sure All right. <laughs>